All right. Today, my special guest on the Win Daily Show, I have Lenny Legend, Lenny Melnick, fantasy sports expert, Sirius XM radio host, daily podcast on Lenny Melnick, fantasysports.com, fantasy hall of famer, did the first, uh, what was it? The first Roto League draft in 1993. Was that what I heard before, right? Radio show. Uh, first radio Roto show. radio show dedicated first. to fantasy sports, rotisserie sports, 1993. First hey, one. man. I was born in 91, so pretty much anything before my time, uh, none of it matters. You Wait, no, you heard goes. the show then. You could have <laughs> heard the show. I could have heard it. I might have been able to hear it, but I, uh, I'm going to go with the assumption that I did not. I wish I did, though. I wish well, two-year-old Mike was up on his stuff and really had the opportunity to check that uh, out. I, <laughs> I still have the show, so I'll send it to you. Please. But quite frankly, it was on a station, WGBB in Long Island. And I didn't realize it. They charged me $200 for the hour, okay, opposite Jerry Seinfeld in his heyday. And I didn't know that it powered down at about 6 o'clock at night. You couldn't even hear it in the parking lot. So you actually had a better chance of hearing it than most people. I love it, man. That's fantastic. And I wasn't even on Long Island. So um, that makes it even easier. I'm here in New Jersey, not too, too far away. But yeah, please send me that link. I would love to put that in the show notes so people can really understand. Again, you've been doing this thing for Man, 25 years you've been on the radio in some capacity. I think it's impressive, Lenny. You're, thank you for joining me. Let me just say that one more time if I haven't already. I really appreciate it, man. That's uh, great. I, I, yeah, and by the way, it's 27 years. So for, for a DFS <laughs> guy, I, uh, I don't get how you don't know your math that well because it's about to, No, I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the um, honors that I received was uh, the Fantasy Sports Hall of Fame. And one of the things that I love to do, and this is how they recognize me, because I love to, for the new people who want to get into this industry, and I, I'm happy to help anybody and everybody uh, experience some of the things that I have. It's going to be impossible to do because when I broke in, I was a first on everything because there was nobody else doing it <laughs> for the most part. First on TV, first on the radio, first on because there was nobody else. A little bit more difficult now, but still. Uh, I love to help the new people. Well, hey, I appreciate you and what you do for the industry. Again, you know, we we have to re- we have to uh, we have to respect our pioneers. We have to give you all the uh, all the praise that you deserve. And I'm very grateful that I get to have you on. So the first question I have for you, Lenny, is, you know, what we're here. We're here at Win Daily. We're trying to help people win money at DFS. We're trying to help people win money at fantasy sports the season long i'm honestly more of a fan of season long don't tell jason that obviously gambling too but what does it mean to you to win daily well first of all i've been winning daily for 72 years okay so i uh, just want to let you know when you wake up in the morning and you get a chance to do what you love doing i get up at four o'clock in the morning every day because uh i can't wait to get up not because i have to but win daily, and I know I know what you guys do because I know Jason pretty well, and uh, it's I'll tell you what the the DFS community it's tough, but the more effort you put in, and the more people that you get to learn about and and understand and follow anything you want to say like that, uh, the better you'll do. It's a it's a terrific way to start your day, the middle of the day, it's really an escape. And I'll take the position that it's not about the money that you win. I mean, really, I don't care how many wins you get. 
how many people at the end of the year really come out ahead? I don't know, but uh, Win Daily will help you, that's for sure, increase your odds of that. But it's about playing the game. And when you play the game and you have good coaches, there's nothing wrong with having a coach. Remember, Mike Trout has a coach, has a hitting coach. So if you're playing the game and you have Win Daily alongside of you, you got one of the best coaches in the business, and there's nothing wrong with that. So well, we we appreciate uh, that, Lenny. We really do, and I, I'm very excited. And I'm glad that you started out with that. You win daily on a daily basis for 72 years because you wake up and do what you love. Tell us a little bit about what you do. As I said, you're this pioneer. You're this incredible figure in the space. I don't I don't think enough people know about you. I'll be honest. I learned about you when I came on to the team over here, and Jason said, "Pay attention to this guy. He's been doing this for a little while. And he knows what he's doing." So how did you get into working in daily fa- or well fantasy sports season long first and how did you how did you start this incredible career of yours Well first of all I wish Andrea my wife would appreciate me like you do <laughs> uh, that would be that would be fantastic but uh, uh how did I get into it uh when I grew up in Queens New York with the Dodgers the Giants and the Yankees in my blood in the 1950s the only thing I ever cared about was my baseball cards, my little league team, and my favorite baseball team, which was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, I had an accountant who really did the same thing. And then after seeing my accountant once a year, and we always said, now oh, we got to get together, right? I finally get a call from my accountant, Irwin's Willie, who says to me, Lenny, I'm just reading an article in the, in the Wall Street Journal you want to be partners with me? You want to do this with me? It's called rotisserie baseball. I said, what the hell? So from seeing him once a year to do my taxes, uh, I would say um, 30 years went by that we spoke to each other every single day at least once. At least once. And I speak to him now. Not every day. We're still partners in, a, you know, we're still partners in baseball. We talk about it every day. And I got into it this way to answer your question. Irwin was in New York. His office is in Manhattan. He got the late edition of the newspaper. I'm in Long Island. I never got the late edition. So at 8 o'clock in the morning, he would call me, and we'd go through the box scores. And then we would say, this is a radio show, you know. One day, I, I look on my bedroom floor, and there's a newspaper on the floor open to an article that says, do your own radio show. I went to the station. I found out I'm on as long as I can give them $200 a week, <laughs> which, which was okay. And we did it. And we did it. We signed up for 13 weeks. It's 27 years later. And here I am. That's incredible, man. And congratulations to you for that. I think it's funny how uh, you have to pay to be on the radio to give them something to air. But that's a whole nother, uh, that's an old, whole nother yeah, channel. <laughs> we don't need right. to open that's- up. Um, that is too funny though, man. And so I guess, what is it about, you know, fantasy sports that drew you in? I mean, in the beginning, it sounded like, heck, you know, whatever, this is kind of fun, but you don't do something this long and put this much effort of your entire life into something if you don't love it. So what is it about fantasy sports you love so much, man? There's a lot of things. First of all, the competition is fantastic. I always love to compete. I thought I was, I, I, my first, uh, fantasy league that I was in, I'm already counting my money. Nobody knows more about baseball than I do. I, by the way, I said that as a nine-year-old, and, that's the, and that's, the, that's the title of a book that somebody's writing about me. 
uh, my first philosophical thought as a nine-year-old, you have to pay attention to this now, nobody could be a bigger baseball fan than me. They could only tie me. All right, think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. That's like a Socrates or Plato or somebody like that, or or maybe uh, Trevor Bauer would say something like that. <laughs> but, but anyway, so under that heading, I'm going into this league and I'm counting my winnings already until they throw out a pitcher named Scott Radinsky. And I turned to everyone and I said, who is this guy? And he was the closer on the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Never heard of him. We finished in fifth place that year. We were disappointed then, but now that I look back, I realize that was a damn good finish for my first year with experienced players. And uh, uh, So basically, that's how we got into it. Irwin said, come on, let's do it. And since then, it's never been the same. I love the competition and the camaraderie. Now, I played Tout Wars. I played Labor in the Labor League, Steve Gardner. And we see each other twice a year, all of us. And the embraces after 20-something years are not air hugs. I feel like my my ribs could be broken Mm -hmm. with the squeezes. And that's what it's all about. Uh, In addition, I built a business based upon fantasy sports. And this is what people don't get. I built a business. I was in the corrugated box business, manufacturing corrugated shipping boxes for uh, simplicity. And what I would do, is I would join as many fantasy leagues as I could just to connect with people. And here's what I mean by that. You get the the camaraderie going, you get the friendship going, you talk on the telephone, which I forgot doesn't exist anymore, and, and, and eventually it would come down to what do you do for your living. I said I manufacture boxes. Now, here's what they would say. Oh, I use a lot of boxes. Come down to my office, and I'll give you an order. Wow. Now, historically, the conversation was, come down to my office, and you can give me a price. When I spoke to a guy I'm in a fantasy league with, come down to my office, and I'll give you an order. See what the difference is? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I did things on my first radio show. I did a show called The Sports Nut. Uh, it was about fantasy sports as well. And I would bring my clients in and have their kids be the football guru, and they'd pick football games on Sunday. One of them got 10 for 10 with the point spread. Wow. But the connections that I made with my customers by having them on my show and bringing their kids on uh, as a business idea, it was one of the most brilliant things that ever. We connected. I became Uncle Lenny. And all these guys have a whole different relationship with my clients. That is awesome. That's so brilliant too. I mean, as as you as you were saying, just that first story, you know, just about hey, I'll, I'll, you know, come down to the office. I use boxes. You can use that. You, I'll give you an order. I mean, that's like that's the thing about sports and about you know fantasy sports, as you said, the camaraderie. It's a lot of emotion tied to it. You know, you guys are having fun together, and once you become friends and you have that relationship. The sales pretty much finished, right? All you have to do is say, "Hey, you know me. I'm not I'm not here to swindle you out or anything. I'm not trying to, you know, pull you under the rug, you know, pull a trade under the rugs or under, over your eyes or anything." So why would I do that with boxes too? And I think again, it all can come back together. And it's also a really great move on your part, bringing the kids in, letting them be on the radio. They probably love that. And yeah, as you said, oh. Uncle Lenny, <laughs> it was fantastic, and and it, it it was just great. And the thing was is that 
when the competition came in, they wouldn't even talk to them. And at the same time, when I started pricing out their job, I started as a dollar a box, and myself, I crossed it off, 98 cents, 96 cents. I would, I would bring the price down to as little as I could on my own without any negotiating. So I'm lowering the price. They're turning away my competition. That's fantasy sports for you. That's fantasy sports, and that's boxes. It doesn't get any better than that. And Jason was telling me a little bit. Um, you have a really, you have a big affinity for fantasy sports, especially with the mental health aspect of it. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. I think that's really interesting. Well, you got to be crazy to play. For, oh, here's and this is what I was going to tell you. <laughs> this is uh, this is where the DFS community is very lacking, and I'll tell you okay. why. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you want me to bring that back then? Let's no, keep, I'm telling you why. I'm right, telling you why. Let's do it. Right, we'll do this why. Let's go, Lenny. You got it. Here's the reason. Now, you tell me, okay, uh, what demographic do you think has the most money? Is it think about 29 disposable income? I'd say, yeah, you know, yeah like 29 to 49-ish. Maybe I would like, say it's the AARP crowd. Okay. 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 All right. We're, we're retired. And I'm not saying we got millions of dollars, but we got money to fool around with. We're bored. Uh, this and that. The AARP crowd has been totally disrespected. The AARP crowd doesn't realize the value of uh, fantasy sports, especially daily. And here's the reason. Here's the reason. I'm 72 years old. I'm as sharp as I've ever been. I wake up every morning and I read the stats and I do the stats and I do a DFS lineup. People go out and they spend money for a gym. They spend money uh, you know, joining a gym. They spend money for a stationary bike in their house and a treadmill and all this other stuff. How about playing DFS a dollar a day for mental health? You get up in the morning, you look at the stats, you figure out your best lineup. Mentally, you're... It's, it's mental health. My doctor tells me I get the highest scores on, on the dementia tests and all that stuff. And he says, never stop what you're doing. You are extra, you're, you're taking your mind to the gym and you're keeping it in shape. And it's a shame that the daily fantasy community doesn't realize that the people with the most money and the most needs mentally aren't catered to. I think it's absolutely a mistake. We, for a dollar a day, as, you'll, as I mentioned, you'll go to a gym, you'll do that. But for a dollar a day, my doctor will testify that it has done wonders for me and other people as well to keep our minds sharp, playing with the stats. My routine every day, every day, is I get up in the morning at 4 o'clock because I can't wait to get up. I read every out-of-town news, newspaper that houses a Major League Baseball team. It's about 34 different papers. And then I go look at the stats during the season. Then I look at the box scores. I come up with a DFS lineup, not based on anything that you guys do, but because I do that every day, I could sense those players going into a slump. I'll stay away from them. I could sense those players beginning a hot streak. I'll jump right on their bandwagon. I could, I could get it. And this is what it is. It's all about the mental part of the game. 
And that's why I think DFS is missing the boat. I think that's a really great point. Um, I think, again, like the opportunity, as you said, the most there, there is disposable income. There's time too, right? I know, I know my grandparents are retired. They're right around the same age as you. They have time. I know what they do all day, which is pretty much nothing. Um, so you, you can't. Well, I'll tell you, I don't do nothing. I do podcasts all day long. I'm no, a guest. No, no. But if, if I could only figure out how to get on some of these podcasts, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, uh, I do. It's true. We've spent right. already probably about an hour on the phone together today, and we've only been recording for about 15, 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I was saying my grandparents. I know what my grandparents do every day, and it's practically nothing. Yes. Um, but, no, I think that's a great <laughs> point. They have time. They have the money. And, again, you know, that's what we're looking at. You know, the older you get, if you kind of, you know, let your brain whittle away as if you did with your body, um, you know, bad things All are right. going to happen. That's just how it works. So I really like that's an interesting. When did you figure out, I guess, at what point did that kind of this idea click? Oh, I, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago after I took the uh, standard uh, test that my doctor gives out. And he says, Lenny, you got the highest scores ever. What do you do that uh, keeps you in such great physically? All right. You can stand to lose a couple of pounds, right? <laughs> Mentally. You're, you're as fit as anybody. How do you do it? And I told him. And, he's, and he is willing, very much willing, to do a testimonial about it. And it's true. It's common sense also. Mm-hmm. If you use your brain to figure out, work with the stats, figuring out the, the, the puzzle, you know, and because it is a recipe, it's a recipe. If you pick the, the top ten best players, you may not win, but it's part of the recipe. You need some stolen bases. You need some pitching. You need some home runs. Uh, when you put the recipe together every day, you are getting a great gym workout that you would get at a gym or get in your home, but people don't bother doing it, and I think it's a mistake. And I, I appreciate you sharing that with everybody, and hopefully we can amplify this message and a couple people can who are listening, you know, if we're not, already getting in front of their parents and grandparents maybe this is just another way to get in front of that market well uh we'll market the heck out of you lenny how's that sound oh i'm listen i took jason out to dinner and nothing happened Ooh. wake up jason this is where you this is where, you want to, here's the other thing for you guys so, uh, forgive me i'm sounding like your grandfather now right <laughs> <laughs> now son here's what i want you to do all right you be the first man You'll be the first, and I'm 72, and I'll be your front man because I think it's well worth it. I think it's a great, uh, it would be a great service to people that will say, just like you did, oh, yeah, right? I mean, you were almost, in talking to you, it almost sounded like you said, why didn't I think of that? Uh, but, but it's so, so simple, but it's just gone untouched. Well, since you said it on recording, I'm sure Jason's going to reach out to you after he hears this, and you're going to have a job pretty soon at Win Daily. But until then, um, you know, we'll see what happens on that end. But what? Um, so I know, I know, uh, you know, as we've been talking, you're a very big fan of the season long. Uh, obviously, we've been talking sure. a lot about baseball this whole time, kind of, uh, you know, on the fringes. You wanted me to ask you what the best form of DFS is. So what exactly is it? And again, I, I'm excited to hear it because you're probably 100% correct. I play this in Tout Wars. Tout Wars, we have a league, a DFS league, all right? And uh, just let me organize my thoughts. All right, mm-hmm. so you, uh, every Friday, we play a game, 
of DFS, 30, 40 people in it, okay? Now you have your score, so you get every Friday. You have a monthly winner. The scores accumulate. Like if you get 100 points the first week, then it accumulates in the second week. You get 80 points, now you have 180 points. Mm-hmm. So on down the line. It accumulates throughout the month. At the end of the month, we have a monthly winner. One of the reasons it's so exciting, if I know that winning won't get me anywhere unless I dominate, mm-hmm. I'm forced to play players that I would never play, speculating on the hopes that I could blow the league away, right? And, you know, we all talk about contrarian, right? Mm-hmm. But we would would rarely uh, go or uh, run after um, <laughs> certain players because it's not even contrarian. It's contrarian if they're going to play in the game or not. You really have to speculate on players. You can't take the good players. And to me, there have been some weeks that I blew the league away just by taking players that people didn't even know if they were going to play. And uh, luck, skill, whatever, it's a lot of fun to fill your lineup with players like um, Michael Chavez, you know, or mm-hmm. play, you know, players like or Jose Peraza, right? I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot because you're so used to taking just the best players. Uh, here we're taking on the not-so-good players who we have that gut feeling that maybe today is the day. And when it happens, and it doesn't happen every week, that you hit, it's, a, it's just fantastic. That is awesome, and I think that is a really fun way of doing it because, as you said, it's oh yeah the the month the month is long enough, but also short enough, right? Like for a season mm-hmm. long, I don't know how many times I'm gonna like, even if I'm gonna roster Jose Peraza and uh, how many leagues, but because it is a month <laughs> long, because it is that daily aspect of it, there's that combination of just long enough, yeah. but just short enough. As you said, you have to be a little contrarian, so you're playing players that you know are, right. you know, it's a boomer bus aspect, right? Like you, they could absolutely blow up or everyone can be like, Lenny, why the hell did you play Jose Peraza? So, I mean, it's kind yeah, of fun. So, As you said. Especially when he comes through, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I love it. And it's pretty- like, so you get the, um, the uh, monthly winners mm-hmm. and you have like, what, five monthly winners and they play in the, in, the, in the World Series at the end of the year. Just the monthly winners. And that's the big pot. That's impressive, Great. man. I love it. Maybe we'll have to implement something like that at Win Daily when we uh, when we poach you and get you over here to to head our. Uh, That's right. A- Call it the Legends League. That's Legends right. That's what we do. Okay. It has a better late, oh. uh, better ring than the AAR- AARP club, I guess. But we'll. Uh, yeah, I think it does. It could, because somehow somebody uh, about ten years ago said I was the, I was the legend, and there are people who don't even know my name is Lenny because they <laughs> call me the legend. It, it, it's an honor. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you see my wife, Andrea, you'll know why I'm the legend, okay? <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you for letting <laughs> us know. Uh, just a couple more questions here for me, man. This has been an absolute blast, so I really appreciate your time. So what, what do you do? As you said, every day you wake up excited. You get up at 4.30. Now, I'm a, like a 6.20 yeah. kind of guy, and I'm pretty excited when I get up too, but kudos to you for 4 o'clock. But what do you do outside of sports to make sure that you're winning daily within you know, uh, being a business owner, being a radio show and a podcast host, being just an all-around great guy? Like, What are you doing to win daily in everything outside of sports? Well, outside of sports, to win daily? Uh it was just a couple of months ago that Andrea and I got into a car and drove around the country for three months. Wow. 
Now that's winning daily, all right? Mm -hmm. And here's the reason we did it. We have a chat room Monday through Friday, and I've had it for about 10 years or so, and made such wonderful friends. The people who come into my chat room, sometimes, and when they can't make it, they call me and they tell me I can't make it, <laughs> like a doctor's note. It's crazy. But I have so much love. When you see somebody two or three times a week, every week for 10 years, they become a member of your family. Mm -hmm. They become an extended family. And what Andrew and I have done uh, three times now, we've made three trips around the country, stopping and meeting everybody and taking them all out to dinner. Uh, we say to people, we're going to be in Toledo, Ohio uh, on Sunday, and here's where we're staying. And every place, 10, 15 people show up, and we have a blast. And we hug, and everybody comes in, and I'm sitting at the pool, and we say, uh, who are you? And they give me their username. Right? <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and then we find out who they really are. And it's such a blessing. And the people that supported me on Sirius Radio, uh, believe me when I tell you, uh, as a nine-year-old, remember what I said? Nobody loves baseball more than me. And here I am, 72, and I'm on Sirius Radio with thousands of, I won't call them fans, they're friends who I talk baseball with every day. And I'm going to tell you something that just happened, if I can, without crying. One of them passed away this week, and um, Ken Cayetti was his name. He come into the chat room. We would talk Detroit Tigers. He lived in Detroit. When I went to Toledo, Ohio, to that uh, to one of the meetings, he drove four hours just to say hello, shake our hands, and have a beer. He passed away this week, and Michael. I was sad enough to hear that, and then I read his obituary. Ken was loved being friends with Lenny Melnick. Oh, my goodness. Loved coming to his chat room. This is tough. Mm -hmm. And I have no, I can't, I'm still at a loss. When I read that obituary, and obviously it was written by some, maybe, I don't know who wrote it, maybe it's his wife or, uh, whatever. But when I read that, I looked up and I said, thank you. And that's it. That's incredible. I mean, that's just a testament to the community you've been able to build. Um, you know, obviously you're, you're very knowledgeable, but it's also the, the, the loving nature. Um, and, you know, as I said, we've spent a little bit of time on the phone today and I can already tell you mm -hmm. just just a very giving human being. You give a lot. And I think that's the best way to live life. You know, you want to give a lot. You want to be friends with as many people, as many good people as you can. And it sounds like you've been able to, as you said, you don't have listeners on your radio show. You have friends. You have people that are oh, excited. Family. Exactly. You know, extended family. Yes, that's what you said. You know, you have people that are excited to hang out with you and you know they they might be you know you might not be drinking a beer in that serious studio because i know we're not <laughs> supposed to but maybe they are and they're hanging out and they're yelling back at you and they're agreeing with you oh and yeah and, and i'm sure there's a lot of great stuff and then people call in of course and i think that's just a testament to who you are as a person which i think is very important and you know obviously well i could go over your accolades one more time which i probably will at the end of the show but uh, i think it's just Obviously, you've you've earned that. Um, you know, obviously, it's Thank very you. sad, of course, but at the same time, you've earned that, and I think that that's a you know 
you know, all these accolades I can spill out onto this piece of paper don't mean anything, such as what, mm-hmm. um, you know, what Kenny thought of you and, and some of your other fans do. So I think that's incredible, man. Congratulations. Cause well, not too many well, people there in their life. I, um, actually take it back, but just remember one thing. Mm-hmm. I also have a dark side. All right. Oh. So don't mess with me. Yeah. I will never make you download a computer application again. Uh, Mark, never Mark. make me do that again. I promise. <laughs> you. Um, Man, me... was I cursing you out, um, <laughs> as you were yeah. to me, too, by the yeah, way. No, no, no. I, uh, I just called Jason. I said, who the hell is this guy? Are you sure he's as, as impressive as he is? Like, he can't even download an application. But we got over uh-huh. that conversation. So, Lenny, <laughs> this you. is awesome. Uh, as you said, ser- when, when is your serious show? Let's call this normal times. When does your serious show normally uh, normally air? Sunday morning from 7 to 10 Eastern time, three hours of uh, bliss between uh, my co-host is my wife. Mm-hmm. Now, and I'm going to tell you something about the show. It's uh, groundbreaking. Never before in the history of radio in any format has there been a male-female co-host that go over the line on each other. She has dropped the mic and walked off. She has said, we need more callers because the more people who call, the less time I have to speak to him. I mean, you know, you just don't hear that. And we argue, I mean, loud and clear to the point that uh, there's been a couple of deletions. When you listen to our show, you can picture Andrea and Lenny looking at each other, doing a show together with their middle finger up in the air. Okay. (laughs) And that's true love. Then you go home together, right? That car ride home, I'm sure, is fantastic. I'm sure you don't stop well, arguing. Yeah. Right there too. No, we broadcast out of the house. We do, we do in yeah. our living room. People think Lenny Melnick sitting in the studio and, and uh, you know, on Avenue of the Mirror, Manhattan. Uh, I'm sitting in my underwear, okay, doing a show in my living room, all right? Uh, but it's fantastic to do it. I love it. been doing it for 12 years, three years with Andrea. And I got to tell you something, I'm so proud of her. Because people listen to the show, uh, not just for the baseball stuff, but for the banter. Mm-hmm. Because we forget that radio is about entertainment as well as, as, as the statistics and all the other stuff. And one thing I can say about her, Scott Engel, who we both know, called her the firecracker. And that's, she's more like a time bomb, but uh, she's definitely the firecracker. I love it, man. So you have the Sirius XM radio show that is on Sundays. You have a daily podcast that we've already spoken about. Lenny Melnick, fantasysports.com. Join the chat room. Everything he's doing over there I think is fantastic. And I think I said it before, but Fantasy Sports Hall of Fame, man. That must – I mean, that's that's a pretty cool honor, right? Well, it should have happened years ago. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it's an, are you kidding me? It's among the biggest honors. And um, especially for the reasons that they gave it to me, uh, which is I love to help I love to help newcomers get into the industry. I've already put five people on Sirius Radio. Uh, I, I, I try to I try to show them the way because everybody's got the same questions and it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult. As a matter of fact, ask Jason. Uh, you know, maybe I didn't do it, but I I lined him up to get on Sirius Radio as well. Uh, but uh, because I love to do it. That's my passion. My business I had for 43 years. I can't say there was one day that I loved it. So I, uh, huh, it's a big difference when it's not your business. You see, mm-hmm. 
this is your business. Mm-hmm. This is not my business. I have more fun than you, guaranteed. <laughs> um, agree to disagree. I'm having a lot of fun here too. I promise you that. But when the ratings go down and when there's no sports, you're not having fun now, baby. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Right I'm talking to you right now. How could I not be having fun? Get out of here. I know. About? Thank you so much. I love coming on with you. You're really terrific. Thank you. And Thank you. thanks for, thanks for having the patience to, you know. Look, as I told you, I'm the most technically challenged man in this in this country. So, but you I did it. I did Somehow it. Somehow you did it. You got me on. I, I didn't believe you when you said it. I thought it was a little hyperbole, but I think you're actually telling the truth. Uh, but Lenny Melnick. Incredible all around. I really appreciate the time today, man. Thank you so much, and hopefully we can do it again.